Good evening and welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish here at St. Mary of the Mount Church as we celebrate the Feast of Corpus Christi. Assisting us today, our lector is Julie Shepherd. Serving as your musician, my name is Thomas Conroy, and our presider is Father Daniel Strawn. I am the bread of life. You who come to me shall not hunger, and who believe in me shall not thirst. No one can come to me unless the Father beckons, and I will raise you up, and I will raise you up, and I will raise you up on the last day. The bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. And if you eat of this bread, you shall live forever. You shall live forever. And I will raise you up. And I will raise you up. And I will raise In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. My family, we gather this afternoon, this evening, to celebrate the life and love of God Almighty as we celebrate a particular mystery, the most blessed body and blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, the Eucharist, Holy Communion, the Blessed Sacrament, the covenant. This is what we are celebrating all those by all those names. But here in this particular celebration, this night and tomorrow morning, we want to spend or we want to focus our particular attention on that particular sacred mystery of how God Almighty Jesus Christ offered himself for the sake of our sinfulness, freeing us from death. So with that in mind, let us just pause and open ourselves up to the mighty and tender love of God Almighty. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you are Son of God and Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with your body and your blood. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. 
Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you. We glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, Amen. Let us pray. O God, who in this most wonderful sacrament have left us a memorial of your passion, grant us, we pray, so to revere the sacred mysteries of your body and blood that we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of your redemption, who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Please now be seated for readings from sacred scripture. A reading from the book of Exodus. When Moses came to the people and related all the words and ordinances of the Lord, they all answered with one voice, we will do everything that the Lord has told us. Moses then wrote down all the words of the Lord, and rising early the next day, he erected at the foot of the mountain an altar and 12 pillars for the 12 tribes of Israel. Then, having sent certain young men of the Israelites to offer holocausts and sacrifice young bulls as peace offerings to the Lord, Moses took half of the blood and put it in large bowls. The other half he splashed on the altar. Taking the Book of the Covenant, he read it aloud to the people who answered, All that the Lord has said, we will heed and do. Then he took the blood and sprinkled it on the people, saying, this is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words of his. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God.
I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. How can I repay the Lord for all his goodness to me? The cup of salvation I will raise. I will call on the name of the Lord. I will take the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. How precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful. Your servant am I, the son of your handmaid. You have loosened my bonds. I will take the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. A thanksgiving sacrifice I make. I will call on the name of the Lord. My vows to the Lord I will fulfill before all his people. I will take the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, when Christ came as high priest of the good things that have come to be, passing through the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made by hands, that is, not belonging to this creation, he entered once for all into the sanctuary, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of a heifer's ashes can sanctify those who are defiled so that their flesh is cleansed, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciousness from dead works to worship the living God. For this reason, he is a mediator of a new covenant, since a death has taken place for deliverance from transgressions under the first covenant, those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God.
living bread that came down from heaven, says the Lord. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, when Jesus' disciples said to him, where do you want us to go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, go into the city and a man will meet you carrying a jar of water. Follow him. Wherever he enters, say to the master of the house, the teacher says, where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. Make the preparations for us there. The disciples then went off, entered the city, and found it just as Jesus had told them, and they prepared the Passover. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, said the blessing, broke it, gave it to them and said, take this, this is my body. Then Jesus took a cup, gave thanks and gave it to them and they all drank from it. Jesus said to them, this is my blood of the covenant which will be shed for many. Amen, I say to you, I shall not drink again the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Then, after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated for just a few moments. This weekend in our diocese, we are hosting uh, mission, a mission appeal. So on behalf of the, the mission appeal, we're going to listen to a, just a brief letter uh, describing and encouraging us, describing the mission and uh, uh, asking us uh, with a respectful appeal. And to respond generously, as I trust we all will, there's special envelopes at the doors of the church, white envelopes which just say Mission Appeal 2021. Uh, but I'll remind you at the end of Mass, uh, it's, this is, uh, so I'm just letting you know what we're happening right now. And then don't forget, or don't, don't be worried, I will be offering a homily after the Mission Appeal. Please be at peace. The Pime missionaries are Catholic priests and brothers who dedicate themselves to lifelong work in the missions of the church. Pime stands for the Pontifical Institute for Foreign Missions in Latin. Born in Milan, Italy in 1850 from Pope Pius IX's passionate desire to share the word and mercy of Christ the Pime missionaries immediately went on to found the Diocese of Hong Kong, as well as many others across Asia. Since then, they have established missions in 19 countries around the world, bringing a unique method of sustainable aid 
that can only be offered by living among the people they help. In the course of this mission work, Pime has given 19 martyrs to the Catholic Church in pursuit of social justice and the sharing of Christ's light in all corners of the world. Understanding has always been an essential part of the missionary work that Pime does. These foreign missionaries do not proselytize to the people they serve. Conversations take place after locals witness the transformative power of Catholic charity and mercy. Pine missionaries practice enculturation, a method of evangel evangelization centered on dialogue and sharing with practice enculturation so they can establish their own link to the word of God, making it easier for converts to share the faith with others. The unique way in which Pine missionaries serve their communities aims to foster physical, mental, and spiritual development through programs funded by supporters abroad. Pime's charitable programs provide sustainable, long-term solutions to the problems that are faced by the isolated or ignored communities that they serve. The cycle of poverty can be vicious in the missions. Parents are often forced to make their children work to feed the family instead of getting an education. When they eventually have families of their own, the children are often left to the same fate, unable to pay for their children's education. Sponsorships at a distance allow for families in America to adopt the education and boarding needs of a child between the ages of four and 24. Sponsors also help bridge the gap for educating children with impairments that often suffer from social stigmas in the countries where Pime serves. In many of the district, distant communities where Pime works, basic needs and infrastructure are often lacking. In order to create the genuine Catholic communities that Pime missionaries seek to establish, their survival needs must be addressed without the pressures of conversion. Mission projects help supporters to provide nutritious food, clean water, electricity, medical aid, and places of worship to the people that need it most. Throughout 170 years of serving the missions of the Catholic Church, the Pime missionaries have used a modern approach toward charity to help bring the light of Christ's mercy to the darkest corners of the earth. The Pine missionaries developed genuine Catholic communities through the mercy of Jesus Christ, shared with others through the charity of our supporters. Separately, we can make changes to the injustices of the world. Together, we can make sure that they are solved for future generations. Amid the global pandemic and this time of need in our world, we are grateful for the support you are able to provide to these foreign missions through the 2021 Missionary Cooperation Plan. Thank you, Ms. Julie. And thank you again for your generosity and your patience in listening to that appeal. I, I hope and trust you are listening and can discern your ability to be generous with this appeal because again, as you heard, they do not uh, ask for, uh, for, for sustenance from the people they are actually ministering to. 
They, they reach out to other Catholics throughout the entire world, such as us. And we now are, are, are taking our opportunity now to support sisters and brothers throughout the world with this mission appeal and our generosity. Thank you. My family, again, we celebrate the most, body, the, the most holy body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's so much to this sacred celebration. So in a sense, that's why we celebrate it every day of the year because every day of the year is the celebration of the Eucharist. Every day of the year is the celebration of the new and eternal covenant of Jesus Christ. Every day of the year is a celebration of the life and love of God Almighty made manifest with us and for us every day of the year. But yes, this day, this night, and tomorrow morning is a day that we focus specifically, you know, to really give our attention to it, to really try to break it open. But again, my family, we don't have, if you have a couple weeks, I could start now and we'll be, it'll be done in a couple weeks, at least an overview of it. But, but I just ask you to be curious, just pray for curiosity. I mean, I can't give you all the answers and Father Michael can't give you all the answers, but we can give you some curiosity into digging deep into your faith, into our faith by reading over and praying with sacred scripture, by, by reading over and praying over the, the, the teachings of the faith, the simple, you know, or the more elaborate catechism of the Catholic Church. There's so many resources out there that we could learn with and, and grow with. But my family, I just want to bring your attention to the sacred scripture proclaimed for us tonight. The first reading so beautifully proclaimed, if you were paying attention, is from the book of Exodus. It's in the Old Testament. It's Exodus chapter 24. We know that in our Catholic faith as the, the institution of the covenant with the people Israel. And you're going to say, well, hold on a second. I thought the institution of the covenant was, was with the Passover meal. Well, in a sense, that was the beginning of the covenant celebration because that's what the meal is that Jesus celebrated on the night, you know, the, the night he was betrayed. You know, that's what we're celebrating, the Passover meal that was celebrated by Jesus. But the Passover meal is just the beginning of the institution of the covenant. Exodus chapter 24, remember that, Exodus chapter 24, please take a look at it. In that passage you heard so beautifully proclaimed, Moses is instituting the covenant with God and the people Israel. And you heard me share about how the ancient peoples entered into a relationship, entered into a, a contract, entered into a, a promise with one another, entered into a covenant. Do you remember me talking to you about that? They would sacrifice an animal, split the animal right off, often, and, and then have two halves, and then the two parties of the agreement would walk between the, 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 the slain sacrificed animals indicating that if you break your promise, if you break this covenant, this will happen to you, the two, car two half carcasses on the ground. And the same thing applies to this covenant, Exodus chapter 24. Moses has bulls and, and, and other animals sacrificed and their blood drained, and he has, he has that blood put in bowls. Isn't that kind of weird? Just, doesn't that catch your attention? Doesn't that pre pre prick your curiosity? Like, why is he collecting bowls of blood? Isn't that weird to you? I hope it is, you know, and I hope it prompts some curiosity. But he used that blood as the blood of the sacrifice. And what did he do with it? He built an altar to represent God in this covenant relationship. And he had all the people gathered there. And he took the blood 
And he read the covenant, as you heard. He told the people what they all promised, and then the people acclaimed, I promise to do everything that, is, that you just said in our relationship with God. And then Moses took the blood, sprinkled it on the altar, took the blood and sprinkled it on the people, engaging them into this covenant relationship. You get it now? And that's the covenant relationship that God entered into with the people Israel, detailed Exodus chapter 24. And that's, in a sense, what we're celebrating as well. But here's the thing, as you heard so beautifully proclaimed in the second reading from the letter to the Hebrews, it's, it's so beautiful. So take a look at this chapter 9, letter to the Hebrews chapter 9. We have the author of the letter to the Hebrews explaining that it's no mere blood of goats and bulls and other livestock. It is the blood of God Almighty entering into our humanity who is now that sacrifice of the covenant. Because we broke that covenant, if you haven't figured it out. So the penalty for breaking that covenant is what? Death. Jesus entered into our punishment and took it upon himself to reveal to us that there is no sin that is unforgivable, except your refusal to accept forgiveness, and that there is no hurt that is unhealable with God's love and mercy. He enters into our humanity, and He restores it by the resurrection to life eternal. And that is what we are celebrating in this new and eternal covenant relationship. So take that home with you, but take this home with you as well. Another beautiful facet of the most blessed sacrament, the gift of God Himself, is that He just doesn't give it to us. He wants us to partake, participate in it. Yes, God has redeemed us. He could do it. He's God, and only He could do it. We can't redeem ourselves. God did it. But He doesn't want us to just accept it or just receive it. He wants us to embrace it and enter into it and participate in it. And that's what we're doing here, and that's what we're encouraged to do out in our lives. And how do you do that? Because as I mentioned, we celebrate here in this few moments, and I know it's getting long, sorry, a few moments, we celebrate in this few moments Jesus's life, His passion, His death, and His resurrection. And you may say, well, I'm coming here to celebrate the Eucharist, which is a celebration of the passion, death, and resurrection, and ascension into glory, and the promise of eternal life for us all. Yes, so when we come here, we come with all kinds of circumstances and situations from our lives. Some are joy-filled, so you come and celebrate the resurrection and ascension into, gl into glory. Some of your situations and circumstances are difficult and uncertain, so you come and you celebrate that prayer experience in the Garden of Gethsemane. Or your, your, your circumstances are tragic and you're going through trauma, so you come to celebrate and enter into the death of Jesus Christ. No matter how you come, God wants you to participate and bring whatever you have, your sadness or your joy, your hurts 
or your benefits. Come however you are. Bring whatever you have. But we hope and pray when you enter into this life and love of God Almighty, you will leave comforted, consoled, encouraged, strengthened, inspired, and renewed. My family, let us now turn to our loving Father and ask Him to hear our prayers by responding, Lord, hear our prayer. That nourished by the Eucharist, this faith community may continue to grow ever closer to the heart and mind of Christ. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For the grace this week to adore the presence of Christ in the Blessed Sacrament, mm. we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We go forth that the whole church may always approach the LGBTQ community as well as all marginalized groups with the respect, compassion, and sensitivity called for in our catechism for the Catholic Church. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We remember new parishioners, the recently baptized, and those with birthdays and anniversaries during the month of June. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Joseph Bianchin Jr., Edward Chikowitz, and Patricia Hannigan, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. And today we remember the parishioners of Mary, Queen of Peace, and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those that we hold in the silence of our hearts. Mm. And for those, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. Our prayer for unity. We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community united in the spirit. In your name we pray. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now joyfully as daughters and sons of God, our Father, sisters and brothers in communion with Jesus Christ, we now joyfully dare to say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress 
as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. For those unable to join us physically, we now pray a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen. Again, my family, I hope I instilled some curiosity into what we do, a little bit of curiosity about our faith, so it prompts you to do a little bit of research yourself and a little reading yourself. Maybe do a little reading of sacred scripture and thinking about it and praying over it. Again, Exodus chapter 24, please take a look at it. Letter to the Hebrews chapter 9, please take a look at it. And then this gospel passage from Mark. This is where Jesus instituted the Eucharist for all of us. He changed the Passover meal to becoming our Eucharistic meal. Isn't that fascinating? And linked us with the Hebrew tradition and flourished the Hebrew tradition because that's the reality of the covenant. Oh, that God is, enters into it with humanity, but wants us then to participate in it, to engage it, to live it here and now so that we could live it for all eternity. Amen? Amen. Oh, uh, first off, uh, thank you. We made an appeal. Father Michael and I made an appeal this past couple weekends about just asking people to step up and, and volunteer their efforts uh, if they see something in simple tasks and, and projects or something. I gave the example of like, hey, if you see something that you can clean or if you see something that you can fix without too much fuss, I encourage you, and Father Michael has been encouraging you to just do it and just let us know. Again, it's not major projects like crawling on the roof and replacing shingles. We're not asking you to do that. Simple example, wiping down the doors before mass, sweeping off the steps, pulling weeds, you know, simple jobs at St. Adelbert and here at St. Mary of the Mount. We need your help. Hey, <laughs> so maybe he knows he's like, it's time to go. Someone put him up to that, I think. Amen. But I just wanted to say thank you because so many people have been stepping forward. There's so many people already doing so much around the parish. So thank you. And please continue doing it because that shows that's how we partake and participate in the life of Jesus Christ. Not only with our struggles and not only with our joys, but with our endeavors, with our, with our, with our lives. It's the nitty gritty of our lives that Jesus wants. Amen? Amen. So thank you, and please continue. Let us stand and pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray, that we may delight for all eternity in that share in your divine life, which is foreshadowed in the present age by our reception of your most precious body and blood, who live and reign forever and ever. 
Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish Community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe and please know that we are always praying for you. Taste and see, taste and see the goodness of the Lord. Oh, taste and see, taste and see the goodness of the Lord. Of the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise shall always be on my lips. My soul shall glory in the Lord. For God has been so good to me. Taste and see, taste and see the good